I'm Emma Louise Coffey and you're welcome to the Dairy Edge, the Chagas Dairy Podcast. We're bringing you the latest information, insights and opinion to improve dairy farm performance. On this week's episode, Grass 10 campaign manager John Maher gives us his top tips on reaching target farm cover on the 1st of December in order to ensure feed supply ahead of calving 2020. But first, John reflects on the grazing season of 2019. Yeah, if you review the year 2019, it has been a very good uh, grass year. Um, things have gone well from the start. Certainly in terms of um, the spring, we had a very, very favourable spring. Growth was above normal during, um, I suppose, December of 18 and January of 2019, which meant there was a, uh, a nice uh, supply of grass there to to uh, graze and grazing conditions were pretty good March is a little bit tricky but so the year started well and it continued on from that Um, we had no great extremes of low growth or no extremes of very high growth but steady growth all through the year which here we are now in November you know 2019 and probably pasture base will show us that we've grown over 14 tonnes for the year so pretty happy to say the least, yeah, in terms of grass production. For the individual farm, John, how do you review yourself in terms of your performance in 2019? OK, there, there, there are three simple things to look at very quickly for those who measure grass. Um, you know, you look at the annual tonnage for the year and the distribution of paddock performance within that. Obviously, we, we have a target of 14 tonnes. Um, most people on pasture base will go very close to that or go above it. I expect the pasture base average would be over 14 tonnes for the year, which is great and has shown progress to us. Um, however, you may have paddocks that have, might have grown 16 tonne and equally have paddocks might have grown 10 tonne. You'd have to ask yourself, why is there six tonne difference? There may be genuine reasons for that, like soil fertility, um, it might be a wet paddock, it might be grazed by calves or heifers, but the question has to be asked. right? The next thing then is to look at uh, the number of grazings achieved for the year. Um, we're trying to char- target 10, uh, certainly uh, close to eight or nine, and if the number of grazings in the paddock is low, right now maybe it may be complete, it may have been designated for silage. That's absolutely fine, but within the grazing scenario, the number of grazings is a big indicator of um, the level of production in, on the farm in the year. And we, it's very simple. The more grazings we see, the more grass grown. And roughly speaking, every additional grazing achieved on a paddock is going to add about one and a half tons of dry matter per hectare. We see that and it's quite clear that those who have the highest number of grazings grow the most grass. So for someone who doesn't measure grass, they can get a measure on that quite quickly. Look back through the diary, look back through their uh, planner, whatever way they record. And if they find that paddocks are not being grazed, um, you know, um, seven, eight, nine times, there has to be a question asked as to why that is, right? It may be a, a factor of the paddock or maybe a factor of the farmer, but the question has to be asked. Which leads on to the last point is, if you are going to achieve, you know, eight, nine, ten grazings, you're going to have an average pre-grazing yield somewhere about for the year, about 15 or 1600. The reality is we see farmers who um, unfortunately end up grazing covers closer to eighteen or 1900 or 2000 on average, which means then that the quality of the grass is compromised. It also means that you're going to grow less grass. It also means it's very harder, very hard for the cow to graze that outright. And when it doesn't graze outright, then you're looking for corrective management. If you don't correct it, then we have quality, swore quality problems across the main grazing season. So entering into the right pre-grazing yield all the time of 14, 1500 will enable you to achieve more grazings, will enable you to grow more grass and it will enable you to have the highest performance from the sward. So they're the three things, what you grew for the year and the distribution within it of yield, 
the number of grazing is achieved and what the average pre-grazing yield is for for the season. Looking at, at where we are right now, um, you know, autumn has been tricky if we compare it to last year. So we, That would be a fair comment, yeah. We saw high growth last year, you know, people were bailing in late October, even into November. And it's a, it's a fairly different story on farms now. You know, a, a lot of farmers housed or, you know, housed at night. You know, what have you seen in, in terms of, you know, farm cover growth, you know, out, out and about? Yeah, there's been a bit of variability in this now. Um, uh, you know, August and September in many parts of the country have has uh, been uh, above average for rainfall. Saying that, we are behind rainfall for the year, but the rainfall has come in August and sep- in September, which has made grazing conditions a bit tricky and challenging. And, you know, recent weather conditions haven't been very favourable for grazing either. Um, saying that, the water table in, to us, from what we, our indications are, is it, it's it's pretty low, mainly because we've been behind in rainfall for the year. So if we get a few good days, it does help things, but when things come wet, things are difficult. Um, also need to say to you that, uh, you know, in terms of feed supply, last year we were quite tight on feed supplies. This year there's, um, you know, a good level of feed supply on farms to get across the winter. But come back to grazing, yes, it has been tricky for the last spell. Um, people will have to be quite flexible in terms of the grazing techniques to try and get the grass utilised. And there's a few things we need to do here. We're coming to the end now and we have to be very careful. Um, people don't overdo it. But I suppose there's three things that come to mind very quickly. You know, the cow, when you're trying to graze in difficult grazing conditions, they need to have a, what I would call a keen appetite. So they can't come out full of silage after milking. Um, they need the two major grazing bouts are after each milking so the cow has to be keen so when she goes to the paddock that she's conditioned to graze and not full of silage and then there's a, a fair degree of flexibility required in terms of your your grazing management at that time um, you know obviously you're into strip grazing uh, square plots using multiple entrances and exits right and when the animal is finished grazing realistically they need to get off um, so they won't do any damage um, it's important that we don't do too much damage simply because we're trying to get the, the sward ready for um, uh, next spring. And whether we agree or disagree, uh, and many people want to keep grazing, um, but we have to look forward to next spring. And grass in the spring is twice as valuable as grass in the autumn. Uh, and people need to keep that in mind. So we have to focus on getting the farm ready to grow grass for next spring. Just just going through that, you know, it, it is more valuable in the spring. You know, we're, we're all aware of that and, and you're giving us a value. It's twice as valuable. Um, you know, look to farm covers. Where are farm covers right now? And, you know, I guess then we'll take it a step forward in terms of where farmers need to be on the 1st of December. Yeah, so this is the, when you're, when you're um, planning for next spring, the first thing you have to have in mind is the cover that you have um, on the 1st of December. So that's what we call the industry day for closing covers um, and uh, people may house air in that and that's what's called the housing cover but for the closing cover everybody has to have a, a, a handle on where they need to be. So to give a few examples, if you're calving late January, have a very, very high six-week calving rate, um, pretty highly stocked on the grazing platform and a dry farm, you know, you're going to have to be up for somewhere around 700 kilograms of dry matter per hectare on average, across the whole farm on the 1st of December. If you're a little bit later calving, um, maybe not as compact, maybe not as high a stocking rate, you might be 600 of kilograms of dry matter on the 1st of December. 
but like over time, there's more cows on farms. Demand for grass is higher. Six week calving rates are improving all the time. Most areas have jumped at least ten percent in six ca- six week calving rate over the last uh, you know ten years or so. So you know we have to have grass available for the herd next year. Now there may be challenges in terms of grazing it, but the first principle is to have grass supply on the farm. And the biggest influence on grass supply on the farm um, is what you do in the autumn, and it's the closing cover. I accept that weather is a factor in the wind, over winter growth. It can be um, variable. Um, it averages around four or five kilos for the last number of years. Last autumn, winter was probably uh, double that or higher. And in previous years, it's maybe, maybe half to four or five. But we budget our four or five. So if I take a farm at a closing cover of 600 on the 1st of December, if we grow four or five across um, November, or sorry, December, January, allow for a bit of growth in February, you know, you're going to have a cover somewhere around um, eight to 900 on the, on the 1st of uh, February. There, thereabouts, which is what we need now. Mm. And we're here, you know, we're in, we're heading into nearly mid-November at this stage. Growth rates are low at the moment. Do we expect them to pick up, or are they going to stay steady in and around the fifteen to twenty kilos? The reality is, when we look at the pasture-based figures that Michal O'Leary and Fergus have put together every week in the Grass Ten newsletter, we see now that growth is um, less than demand. Right. So whether we like it or not, farm cover is depleting. We know we've dropped about. 300 in the last two or three weeks and if we're not careful that'll go too low so growth rate is going to decline right it's, it's that's natural at this time of year right um, and look the reality is for for us I give people a benchmark very quickly for the middle of November which we're close to now and you know you do not want the farm cover dropping below 500 um, the average farm cover so and I, I stress that as a very, very important figure for two reasons. One, it'll um, mean that, you know, you, you may not reach your, your closing um, target cover on the 1st of December of six or 700. I suppose, incidentally, if you're going for 700, you'd need a farm cover closer to 550 or 600 um, in the middle of November. But uh, the second reason is, when, irrespective of any time of year, once the farm cover goes goes below 500, right, you're looking then at a, a substantial fall off in growth rate because of the way the, the grass plant grows and the tree leaves and all that principle without getting detailed about it. It's like going over a cliff in terms of growth rate. So if the farm cover goes below 500, you're substantially reducing the ability of the farm to grow what we call the normal growth rate at the time. It's compromised. And the reality is the figures that I will use for the end of November will be somewhere about 8 to 12. So if I just do quick numbers and use 10, and we do 15 days from the middle of November to 1st December, um, that's about 150 onto your cover. So if you're 500 in the middle of November, right, and add on my 150, I'll be somewhere around 600, 650 for the 1st of December. I can't be 100% accurate on that 10 for the last two weeks of November, but that's the figure I'll, I'll give you. I will say if your farm cover is lower than 500, something like 350 or 400, you it's unlikely you will grow 10 a day for the last two weeks of November. Unlikely. And just to take that a step further and, and not to complicate things, but there are some farmers in the situation where they've gone too far. So growth rates have um, reduced and the dry matter in grass was lower. So so cows, low, yes. cows were getting through grass faster. Absolutely. So, so they have found themselves in a situation where maybe they've they've done a grass walk every two weeks and they're below the 500 mark. Like just what should they do right now? 
Well, the first thing is to remove every last animal off the farm immediately. You are going to compromise your grass supply for the spring uh, if you don't stop grazing immediately. And I mean every last animal from a cow down to the calf, right, or the weanling has to be removed. And and just to sum up, I know that like you've given us some good tips in terms of, you know, ground conditions are sticky in a lot of the country. So we're looking at on-off grazing. So once the cows have completed their grazing bout, remove them from the farm. You're looking at strip grazing, multiple access points, all of those key technologies or infrastructure um infrastructure measures that we can put in place to avoid damaging the farm. So just in terms then, your your final tips, John, um, of how farmers are going to get from here until the 1st of December. So the first thing is um, um, everybody has to walk the farm immediately and find out what their cover is. And if you're less than 500, stop, right? Now, when we look at the Grass 10 newsletter and look at the average cover for uh, this week, which is early November, we see that the average farm cover is 700 or, ab- or above it. So people still have a level of scope. But, you know, you have to, you have to walk the farm next week. And the decisions are made that, you know, you do not drop that farm cover. If you want 700 for the 1st of December, you can't go below, go below 550. And if you want 600 for the 1st of December, you know, you can't go below 500. They're you know, they're the two pieces that are important. So I ask people to do, who are measuring grass and are focused on it, um, that they walk the farm um, immediately and make an assessment very quickly uh, where the cover is and if, if it's um, anywhere close to 500, 550, you know, the game is up. They need to park that grass for the spring, no matter how unpalatable it may be to them or that the paddock may not be the nicest or anything like that feed supply in the spring is critical and and looking to that it's all about 2020 and setting up the farm for the grazing season in 2020 thank you John that's it for this week's episode of the Dairy Edge podcast and my thanks to John Maher for joining me on this week's show don't forget to rate review and subscribe to the podcast you can listen on Apple and Google podcasts as well as Spotify And for more information, go to the Chagas website at chagas.ie. I'm Emma-Louise Coffey, and join me next time for your Dairy Edge.